good. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. What a cool place. It's a cool place to be. Well, it's nice to look outside in this sun finally. It's been a tough couple of weeks. Sicknesses and rain and sicknesses and rain and more rain and rain. Yeah, so it's been really nice to um, finally see some sun. We got out yesterday and actually got to get some fresh air and some sun, which was really nice. But um, I, time, I timed the tides wrong. We went out to a point um, and um, we were going to Pedo Bay. We went to fish off the rocks and um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise that if you, you couldn't get back in. So, but there was, there was three hours between the tides turning, so I thought I'd be alright, but got that wrong. So, but what it was, it was quite characteristic for the family and the other family we went with because um, we had to do some teamwork to get all the stuff back, all the rods. We had to do change, we had to carry each other on each other's backs, we had to shift children around, and, but it actually been quite fun. It was actually, it was really good. It was really, really nice. All right. We've had some, um, we've had some heavy hitters lately on God Speaks. We've had all, we've all had, we've had the starting 15 come up and they've shared all, all theirs. And now it's time to go to the bench. All right. No, no, no. Impact bench, impact player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Impact player. Right, so, um, there's been, you know, there's been a number of things we've spoken about with Ruth, Paul. Uh, I haven't got enough time to share on each one, but I just, and I've been sick and uh, missed it. I was on crash, but I've been listening to them online. And one that stood out was yours, Ruth. But the one, the thing that stood out about it was the fact that you, you put your hand down on the couch and you pulled out $50. Paul told you put your hand down again to pull out $50, and another $50 came out. You put your hand down my couch, you'll pull out an apple core, a sandwich, yeah, depending what time of the day, you'll probably pull out a child. Okay? Depends. If chores are on, you'll pull out a child. So I'll swap my couch with your couch anytime. All right, so um, God speaks. Has anyone wondered what it would be like if God was in front of you and he was speaking. So he had a voice. So he actually, he spoke to you what his voice would sound like. You know, I think we've, we've all seen movies that have represented God's voice. And, um, you know, we all have that image, you know. We have that, we have that sound in our head. I, um, I've seen a few movies, and the one that sticks in my head was Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's this calming voice, this relaxed voice, this warm voice that just seems to really... You know, sound like what maybe God's voice would sound like. And then you could be, and then you imagine God's voice would be if he's sort of trying to keep you in line and keep you on track. Be like Mr. T. Maybe, just trying to pull you in. But God speaks, and he wants to talk to you. And I'm going to talk about two things that I think are relevant to hearing his voice. And that's relationship and your heart. So, let's pray. Lord Father, we thank you that no matter where we gather, no matter what walls are surrounding us, no matter what's going on the outside, you are the same. Father, we thank you for your presence, that you will always be available. You're a God that's near and never far. And you're a God that wants to speak to us. So, Father, we pray for softened hearts today and ears to hear. Amen. Right, so if you go through the Bible, there are sort of three periods. Three periods in the Bible. 
There's the first period, which is sort of the patriarchs, or the fathers of the family. And that's so your, your Abrahams, your Isaacs, your Enochs, your Noahs. And God had relationship with individuals and families. Then you've got the second period, which is the law, which um, the relationship was done through law, um, the temple, priests, sacrifice, like we don't have to do them now. Be messy otherwise. And then you have the gospel, which is what we're in now. And that covers all of human race. It covers all of human race. And it's, and it's an individual response. You know, so God speaks to us individually as a nation. So God's requirements, the whole way have been different through those periods. There are different requirements, but one thing has stayed the same the whole way through, and that's God and having a relationship with him. That's never changed the whole way through. When you have that relationship with him, you then you have the ability to hear his voice. You hear him speak. So we're going to go to Deuterometry 28, 1 and 2. Might come up if we're lucky. Yep. So I've got, so if you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord, your God being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth and all these blessings shall, shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Simple. Listen. Hear him. There's two things here that are really, that stand out. If you listen diligently, if you pay attention, I sort of go in hand, eh? There's another side to this, though. There's the flip side. There's Deuterometry 28, 15. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, then all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Strong. Pretty strong. But again, we can look into both of them. So I can give examples of my life Big moments, and there's always lots of little moments in the day, but big moments where when I've listened to God and I've followed his lead and I've listened to his voice and I've made the decision based off what he said to me, blessings have come. Blessings have rolled. Blessings have flowed. Big moments. And then you've got the little moments. Get on the bus. Don't get on the bus. Help this person. Talk to this person. But big moments that are really shifted. On the opposite, flip side, there's times I've fallen on my face because I haven't listened to the Lord. I haven't followed what he is. I've ignored him. I've argued with him. And I've fallen on my face. It's pretty clear. Listen to the voice of the Lord and you will be blessed. Pretty clear with your wife. Listen to her. You're on the gravy train. Don't listen to her, there's a storm. It's the same. <laughs> right, we're done, finished. <laughs> yeah.
But I hear you asking, what's this got to do with relationship? One of the abundance, God has many gifts for us, but one of the abundance of gifts is the fact that we get to hear His voice. We have a God that speaks to us. It's what makes us different. It's what makes us Christians. Man, He's at your door. He's at your door. He's there. He's knocking all the time. He's not waiting. He's not going to come just on a Wednesday. He's not waiting for that Sunday breakfast. He is there all the time, knocking on the door, waiting to have a relationship with you, waiting to sit down with you, waiting to have a corridor with you to talk, to, to eat, to share time, to see your heart. It's black and white. It's black and white. It's in our word. Gotta open the door. It's gonna open the door. Sometimes you don't want to open the door. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, I don't feel like opening the door today. Or you're scared of what's behind the door. Because you're scared if you let him in. He's going to give you Mr. T. <laughs> hey. But you need them. You need the Mr. T moments. You need those moments where he sits down and he guides you and loves you. You know, sometimes you're going to hear things like, no, you've got to stay where you are. No, you just got to push through. No, you've got to forgive that person. You know, no, you have to sit... You know, those, those conversations, they're hard. They're hard to hear, but you have to hear them. That's where your challenges come from. You know, God, I know they're rough, but that's where your faith comes from. Those moments when you push through something and you listen to his voice and you come through and you've been able to look back and see the blessings, like we've said, that's what brings faith. That's what brings strength. And it builds up over time. Those are the examples that tell you who God loves you and he wants to speak to you. So when you open the door, you've got to surrender. you actually got to sit down. you actually got to chat. you actually got to chat. He already knows what you're going to talk about anyway. So you might as well talk about it. Hey. I know um if I use my example I um my internal dialogue is called so dialogue called Hard Out Harry, like my kids. My kids are called Hard Out Harry's. I have four boys. Eleven and under. They're called Hard Out Harry's as well. Okay? So I know when it comes to trying to have that time or that peace or open the door to let him to sit down. Yeah. Everything's going on. Yeah. Everything's going on. You can't find that peace because you're, you're letting everything in. You're letting everything in. You know, the point is, though, what God has to say is more important than what the world has to say. Yeah. Here's the truth, the light, the way. Right. And it's his voice that will set you free. Right. It's his voice that will guide you. Not the voices around you. Not your Facebook, not the TV, 
It's not those voices. It's the voice of the Lord. Can I read? Can, I just want to read that Deuteronomy out again. That's that that uh, twenty-eight one two. So now it shall be. So if you listen diligently to the voice of the Lord, your God, let's just keep this going, being watchful to all his commandments, which I command to you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of earth, and all, 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 all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord. Because if we follow the voice of the Lord... He will lead you. He will lead you for those moments. He will lead you into the blessings. The tiny blessings, the big blessings, whatever they may be. Blessings are so small. Puts food on your table. This is a day that the Lord has made, and that is a blessing that we're standing here. All right. Matthew 4. Got up one four. So... This is when Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had gone without food for 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus replied, It is written and forever remains written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the every word that God comes out, oh, sorry, that comes out of the mouth of God. We need his word. Yes, we need bread in our flesh to live. Yes, we need to eat to live. But to really live, to really love their neighbor, to really love your wife, your kids, your friends, to walk in his presence, we need his word. And what's cool, I don't know, when I was getting deep into this, what really clicked was when the, when the Lord speaks to you, it's, it's actually the Lord is right there. He's speaking to you. How amazing is that? What a blessing is that? Like you actually right then are speaking to God, our creator, right then. Just like when you ring someone up. Exactly the same. It's instant. Well, right then when God is speaking to you, it's instant. He's right there. How amazing that. Out of all the people, all the people, out of all the human race, right at that moment, he is talking to you. Awesome. We on track? Good. We don't need to talk about the All Blacks. You want to come up? And, you want to come up and give us a breakdown, Gary? Yeah. All right. To to finish off at least this relationship start, I want to um I want to go from Isaiah to give you a very example of the way Jesus lived in his ministry, and that he didn't just. Rep- sort of, I guess, um, preached the importance of relationship. He lived it. He practiced it. I've got a bit of a different. Isaiah 54, 50, chapter, uh, verse 4 to 7. You got that one? I'll read this one out anyway. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to listen like one instructed. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears. I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. I have offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from the mocking and spitting because the sovereign Lord helps me. 
I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint. And I know I will not be put to shame. Can we bring that up? Or was that me doing a... Did I give you the wrong one? Sweet. So that was a, that's a picture of Jesus' life, really, in a nutshell. To, I mean, really quickly. But I'm just going to go through that. So verses 4. The sovereign Lord had given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He had words of encouragement for others. Words of encouragement for others. Still on four. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. He received direction. Received direction. How amazing is it that we have someone that we can wake up, get in the presence of, and just let us know how to lead our day. Number five. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears. I have not been rebellious, but rebellious I have turned, I have not turned away. He received obedience. We get obedience from this. Listening to God's word brings obedience. It's a good practice. It's a good practice. Verse six. He received strength for all he had to go through. We need strength. We need strength to go through things. It could be a perception thing, you know, but we all go through things. Things, Some things that might be small to others are tough. Some things that are really big to others are small. But we all need strength to go through them. Number seven, verse seven. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I I, I have, I set my face like flint and I know I will not be put to shame. He received determination. Grit. Some grit. We need grit. We need grit to push through. So that all came to Jesus from hearing God's word. Every morning he got up, he took the time, he made the effort. That was a bit, it was an effort for him, wrong word. Um, but you know, he, he, he was guided by his voice. And I know all of these, these things, these words of encouragement, these personal direction, the it's, it's our life. It's, it's my life. Amen. It's my daily life. It's my yearly life. It's my life. There's days that I need to be more obedient or I need to show obedience. There's days where I need direction. There's days where I need to, I know I should be giving encouragement to others. I know there's days where, you know, I need to just push through. Yeah. And the times I have and the times I did, and I will, it's because I've listened to God. <clears throat> so <clears throat> here we are. We're having a relationship. With, sorry, we're having a relationship with the Lord. We're worshiping. We're praying. We're making time with Him. But in that moment, where are we at? Now it was beautiful just hearing that today. I saw worship. I could hear we were there. I could hear we were present. You can hear it. Just like in a relationship you have with someone, you can hear their heart. You know, I heard that today. I heard that today this morning. As you know, Jesus spoke in parables. I don't have that up here. But in Mark 4 and 9, sorry, chapter 4 and chapter 9, some, Jesus was on a boat. He was speaking to everyone on the beach. He was on a boat and he was speaking. He was giving them some parables. Chapter 4 and chapter 9, he ends in these one, this one sentence. He said, um, if anyone has ears to hear, 
let them hear. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. So he wasn't in the boat looking out going, man, I can't see any ears. No one's got ears. Doesn't look like anyone's got ears here. I know there's been a few wars, but there might be one or two ears missing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone had ears. So he wasn't talking about ears in the physical sense. He was talking about ears in the spiritual sense. He was talking about your, your spiritual ears. The ears that are on your heart. It's not just a relationship that brings the voice of God. It's your heart also. Like I spoke earlier, when your heart is in it, your heart is conditioned to that person, in this case God, you will hear the voice. You will hear what he has to say. Like I said, you can be in your space, your quiet time, your worship moment. You can pray. You can pray all day. You can worship all day. You could be in a quiet room all day. But if you're not present, if your heart is not opened, if your heart is not there, you will not hear his voice. I know. Trust me. I know. I've been in those rooms. I've been in those times. It's, it's just part of life. But it doesn't have to be. Your heart is precious. And you need your heart to be guarded. You need to cultivate your heart. You need to protect your heart. Because that's the link. That's the channel. So, it's a fair question. Where's your heart at? Look at your heart. It's a daily thing. Where's your heart at? Where's your heart at when you're going into this conversation? Where's your heart at when you're going to a room? Where's your heart at when you're making a decision? Where's your heart at just when you're walking through life? Where's your heart at? If your heart can only hear the voice of the world and those voices around you, you're going to be led by worldly and fleshly desires. And you won't be led by the God's voice. And I'll tell you now, you'll be led in the wrong direction. And you'll miss out. You'll miss out on all the blessings that He has said He has for you. All the blessings. Yeah, I... I I have so much experience of this. I have so much experience of decisions I've made in my life um, where my heart has been hardened or I've gone into something with a hardened heart and I've lost. I've lost and I've missed out. And that hurts. One, it hurts for two reasons. One, because I've missed out on what I knew was going to come from it or what did come from it. Maybe I've just gone around the long way. Sometimes I like doing Sometimes we all do. But two, I didn't listen to the Lord. In that moment when he spoke to me, he wanted to, he wanted to talk to me, he wanted to guide me, I didn't listen to him. 
We need to nurture our heart and look after it. We need to ask for a sensitive heart, for a heart that's open. Every day when you wake up, are you asking for a sensitive heart? When you go into, like I said, a conversation, when you're going in to do something, when you wake up in the morning, are you praying for a sensitive heart? It's a twisted circle because I've, I thought about this as well because you're asking for a sensitive heart when you don't have a sensitive heart. But really it's about just letting go, letting this go, being vulnerable, letting it go. And that might mean just crying it out. It might mean just sitting there and just handing it over, just repeatedly handing it over and just opening that heart. And it should be something we should ask for daily. You need, a, you, need a, you need a sensitive heart to have a good marriage. You need a sensitive heart to raise your children. You need a sensitive heart to just live. You need a sensitive heart. It's at the foundation of all of this. So are you listening diligently? Is your heart open to listen diligently to his voice? Are you ready not only to enter a relationship with the Lord, but is your heart ready? Because he is knocking at the door. We're all set up here. He's at the door. You want a relationship? Your heart's ready. He's going to come in. He's going to have some boil up with you because you've made some. And you're ready. You don't want to be like the Israelites and wander around for 40 years with a hardened heart, missing out. Like a problem. I think they could see their blessings, couldn't they? They could see their blessings. They were right there, but instead they wandered around because they had a hardened heart. If they just had a softened heart, it would have been a whole lot different. That could be you. That could be you. God has a blessing for you right now, but your heart's too hard. You're missing it. You're missing out on your blessing. You're not going to be able to walk into that because your heart is hardened. The world is yelling at you all the time. It's chaotic. It's nonstop. It's going all the time. It doesn't want you to stop. He doesn't want you to come to church. He doesn't want you to pray. He doesn't want you to go into that room. He doesn't want you to put worship music on. He doesn't want you to love your neighbor. He doesn't want you to forgive people. He doesn't want you to have peace and fulfillment. But God does. That's what God wants for you. God wants to speak into you. He wants to tell you you're amazing. He wants to tell you he loves you. He wants to tell you you can do it. He can tell you he's got you. You're blessed. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're perfect just the way you are. He's got all these words for you, but you're just going to open the door and you just got to hear it. Let him in. He's knocking on the time. He's banging. Just let him in. Sit down. Easy. Sort of. I can't, um, I'm going to finish it, but I can't think of anything more personal 
to having a relationship with the Lord. I can't think of any, anything better than being present to the Lord. People that know me and know my heart know that's something I chase and it's something I, it's the word I use all the time. I just want to be present to him. I just want to hear his voice. I just want to be guided by my king, my savior. I just want to walk on the path that he has set for me. And I know you guys want it too, or else you wouldn't be sitting here. So today, I want you to soften your heart. Soften your heart to the things that are stopping you from walking into the blessings that the Lord has for you. Because blessings are not only now, they're generational. I am blessed. My children will now be blessed. Their children will now be blessed. You know, chains have been broken in my life because I listen to the Lord. I will not ever be held down. I will not ever be drowned. You know, because I'm covered by the grace of the Lord who's forgiven me and lifted me up, brought me up from the ashes, invited me to his room as well because he came and got me and now my life is blessed and the Lord has blessings for you. If you just open your heart, open the door, let him in, and listen to his voice. So surrender. Surrender to anything that is blocking your heart now and hardening it. Surrender it now. Let's pray, eh? Let's pray. Let's, let's bow our heads. Let's surrender what God Let's surrender what is on our hearts right now. Let's just hand it over. Let's just hand it over so we can be closer to the Lord and we can hear His voice. Thank you, Father. Come on. Thank you, Lord. You're such a good God, Father. You're such a good God, Father, that you are always available, that you are always knocking, Father. Father, we surrender our hearts to you, Father. It's your heart, Father. You created us, Father. You put us in this place exactly where we are, where we're meant to be, Father. Father, you went to the cross for us, Father. So, Father, we just want to hand over everything we have, everything that's blocking us from having that relationship, Father. Father, we want to sit down with you. We want to sit in a room with you, Father. We want to hear your voice, Father. We want to hear your whispers. You're a good God. You're a God that doesn't yell or or threaten or anything like that. Father, you're a God that just speaks to us, speaks love over us, Father. Thank you, Father. Because of you, Father, we are gifted, Father. You are the gift and the giver, Father. A Father that takes away all the pain, Father, takes away all those heaviness. We may never have a hardened heart, Father, for you, Father. Stand in your love, Father. Such a good God, Father. If you haven't given your heart to the Lord today, and you've come here new, and you want your heart to be softened and loved, and you want to hear those words of, you're amazing, you're special, you're forgiven, He loves you, drop those bags, you don't need them, come with me, walk with me. then I want you to give your heart to the Lord today. I want you to hear His voice like I do. That soothing voice, that loving voice, that voice that will give you grit, that voice that will give you strength, that voice that will give you love, determination, 
that will guide you, that will lead you on a path that He has set for you now. He already knows what you're going to do. And He wants you to do it.